What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of the Top 5 at 5 with your host, Johnny Quest. Today is Thursday, August 6th. Here's what you missed while you were trying to remember the last time you even saw Cameron Diaz in a flick. All right, so the Attorney General of New York State today filed a lawsuit trying to get the National Rifle Association dissolved. She alleges that the CEO, Wayne Lapierre, and three other top officials, quote, instituted a culture of self-dealing mismanagement and negligent oversight at the NRA, failing to properly manage the money and violated numerous state and federal laws, according to the news release announcing the complaint. Insiders allegedly violated the state's nonprofit laws by illegally diverting tens of millions of dollars from the group through excessive expenses and contracts that benefited relatives. Among the allegations against the 70-year-old Mr. LaPierre are that he spent $3.6 million of NRA funds over the last two years on unwarranted travel consultants. He flew family members on NRA-paid private jets when he wasn't aboard, and he secured a $17 million post employment contract for himself without board approval, end quote. So, of course, the NRA quickly fought back with their own lawsuit and are calling this a baseless political vendetta. And it's probably political, but doesn't seem to be baseless. This will, however, cause a partisan dispute all over again during a heated election news cycle. And most likely, this is going to be a lot of lip service and threats. What we'll probably end up with is changes to the way the NRA operates versus an actual disillusion. If they're Dissolved, they can just move to another state. See, the NRA was founded in New York way back in 1871. They'll probably also have to remove LaPierre, who has tons of allegations against him personally, not only the misuse of funds, but also excessive salaries and bonuses. Who's ever even heard of a bonus for a nonprofit? His annual salary jumped 55% in 2018 to $2.2 million, again, for a supposed nonprofit. Experts are worried that this could trigger a tit-for-tat in conservative states going after liberal nonprofits. But I guess we'll have to wait and see what Letitia James ends up getting out of all of this. Stay tuned. Okay, we spoke about Kodak last week and the deal that they got from the administration. Real quick, if you missed that show, Kodak was awarded a $765 million loan from the federal government to help start manufacturing pharmaceuticals related to the vid. And I explained how Kodak has years of experience working with chemicals, so it kind of made sense. Their stock jumped through the roof on that news, and now looks like something suspect went down, and they're being investigated investigated by both the SEC and the House of Representatives. The House is questioning how the heck did a film company get such a huge loan for pharma? Quote, the company has some experience manufacturing chemicals, but needs to retool plants in Rochester, New York and St. Paul, Minnesota before it can begin pumping out drug ingredients. Although Kodak has experienced manufacturing chemicals used in photography, it has not traditionally manufactured chemicals for use in pharma 
pharmaceutical products. House members wrote to Kodak CEO Continenza, end quote. They're also investigating the stock deal because remember, it shot up some 1,400%. Well, apparently, Continenza and another board member purchased a lot of Kodak stock back in late June and were awarded more stock just this past July. Also, quote, the SEC is reportedly looking into Kodak's disclosure of the news. It sent a media advisory to outlets in Rochester, New York, a day before the public announcement, then asked those outlets to delete the stories, end quote. So, yeah, I could see that being an issue. Damn, Kodak, I I thought you were on the come up. My hometown hero, not looking too good, but this is just an early investigation and we'll have more news on it when we hear. Do you hear it? You hear that tiny, tiny sound in the background? That's Trump crying again on Twitter. Yeah, because his team got banned yet once again from tweeting anything for 12 hours. Why? Well, they tweeted a video of him on Fox and Friends saying that kids were practically immune to the vid. Yeah, our president said that. Practically immune. So that account was suspended and he cried. But you know what he didn't cry about? The DNC account also got suspended. Well, why did they get suspended? Well, they posted the same video, even though their text accompanying it was calling out the idiocy that our leadership was saying on television. But that didn't matter. It was spreading a misinformation video, which violates the Twitter policy. So you're not allowed to post nonsense, even if you're just quote unquote fact checking the president. Looks like Facebook also took some action here, but instead of suspending the account, they just went ahead and deleted the post from Trump's page. And I'm telling you, If he keeps this up, he's going to find himself getting permanently blocked. And if you're unsure, no, kids are not immune to the Rona. All right, if you're an avid Instagram user, you've probably noticed that they added a new feature this week that they've been testing for some time now called Reels, R-E-E-L-S. And it's basically their TikTok clone and perfect timing with the cancellation of TikTok coming down the pipe very soon. 15 seconds of video built right into that same camera you're used to using for stories, not the plus button at the bottom. That's only for photos, I guess. And quote, Instagram's plan here is not just to siphon users from apps like TikTok or keep its own users engaged right where they are. It also wants to build a new set of creators for its own platform. Instagram doesn't have plans to sell ads against reels right now, but it doesn't need to. Now more than ever, Instagram's business hinges on its creator economy. The people who bring users back to the app every day with their IGTV fitness classes or their enviable lifestyle stories or shopping recommendations. With reels, Instagram gives a new set of people the chance to become a creator. You don't have to be a professional content creator editing video on your computer and then bringing it to your phone, says Shah. With more more in-app video tools, he says, we can help discover the next generation of creators, end quote. So we'll see how this goes for the Facebook company. And, you know, I, I personally thought that adding stories to Instagram and stealing it from Snapchat was a mistake, but it turns out it was a huge win for Insta. If they can convince enough TikTok creators to move their butts over to Reels as well as their fans, it could take the wind out of Microsoft's purchase of TikTok, which is now actually reported to be for the entire network outside of China. Imagine that they buy it and then people just flee toward reels what a flop that would be 
And finally, uh, please, please don't do this. It seems like due to the pandemic, 56% of parents reporting to a craft survey told them that they're now serving their kids craft mac and cheese for breakfast. Yes, in the morning, you get the cheesiest cheese or what they try to advertise as cheese. And now Kraft is jumping on the bandwagon. No, they're not doing anything different to the food or making it more breakfast-like. They're just coming out with a limited edition set of boxes that say breakfast in the spot where it used to say dinner. Genius marketing. And honestly, I'm surprised it's only 56% of parents because during the demic, who wants to think about making actual breakfast for those kids that should be at school anyway. I guess this is what lockdown life is all about. I'm sure none of my listeners would be this unwise, but I still have to say it. Man, don't eat mac and cheese for breakfast, people. You know what you can do? Have some mango, platano, and salami. Throw a little fried queso on there, and that's how you do it if you really want an early heart attack. Well, my beautiful people, those are my top five news stories of the day. Bonus news times for my hardcore listeners that make it all the way through. All right, so it looks like mask sales on Etsy are through the roof. They reported over 29 masks sold. Face mask was the number one trending search topic, and there were 11 searches for masks every second. 12 million new buyers in their Q2 alone. Wow, that's crazy. Also, Another friggin' governor tested positive for the Rona. Unsurprisingly, a Republican governor in a purple state of Ohio. I mean, come on, people. How many times we got to tell you to wash your hands? <sighs> it's getting a little frustrating now. Hopefully, he pulls out. Well, it is the end of the week, and I've got a lot of Umbrella Academy episodes to watch before the start of Judgy Fest this weekend. So I'll let you all go. But remember, if you enjoy this show and my take on your daily news briefs, tell a friend and tell them to tell a friend. Let's build this enlightened community together. Top5at5.com. And since you worked so hard this week, make it count this weekend. As always, stay focused, stay proud, and stay dedicated. Dodge the rest, catch up with Quest. I got you with the news.